Hey, what is up? Welcome to Pro Wrestling Nation. I have Bertram, your host. My name is Funky Sam Medina. And you guys, we have a super special guest this week. Uh, he is comedian. He is actor. He is game show contestant, Billy Breyer. What's up, Billy? Hey, know, buddy. Pretty good, man. How you doing? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Been rough. Been a rough, uh, rough year, year with, uh, with the broken ankle. But, you know, I'm, I'm slowly but surely. Well, well, hanging in there sometimes is all you can do. So, so keep your chin up and, uh, and at least at wrestling, wrestling, we, we live in a world now where wrestling will go to you. So yeah, all you the time. Yeah. And, and just stream all the wrestling in the world you want. Blessing. And I even got to, I was, I, pr- I could probably say it now because it's over. I was on, I happened to be on the uh, Screen Actors Guild uh, Awards nomination committee. So not only did just wrestling get come to me, wow. I got, I got like DVD, I have a DVD of Iron Claw and over here. So. Wow, that's super cool. Uh, I haven't seen Iron Claw yet. Tell me about that real quick. Oh, it's it's spectacular. It's it's it's. I mean, don't go in there as a wrestling purist because you're gonna. Yes, there's a lot of things historically that are a little are very much inaccurate. Uh, there's a you know there's a, a notorious performance of a famous wrestler that is not well performed. Uh, but other than that, it's a beautiful story. It's just the way that it was all. I'm dumbfounded that uh, Zac Efron did not get any recognition because he gave one of the best performances of his career. And there's just there's one like one of the first scenes you really kind of buy it is is uh, him. It's just honestly, it's just him taking a uh, uh, a suplex to the floor, and just and he was rattled. And you're like, oh wow. oh wow, is this? You're kind of taken aback, and you're like, is this? Because uh, it's like almost like watching wrestling in the sense where you're like, oh, is that? Oh crap, did that? Did he really get hurt right there? But I'm clearly <laughs> watching. But you're clearly watching a movie, so it's so it's like a, it's doubly impressive. Wow, that's cool. That's exciting. I do want to see it. I just haven't had the opportunity yet. So that's awesome, though. It'll probably be. Um, oh, so A24 did a deal with Max, so they'll probably be on Max in like uh, I would assume probably a month or two. Yeah, that makes sense. It's about the right time. That's cool, Billy. Hey, so so tell us about you because I know that you have been featured in a few things. Uh, you were recently on what were you on? CSI, uh, FBI Most Wanted. FBI Most Wanted. Okay, tell us about like what what you've done and what you've been in and things like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, FBI, FBI Most Wanted. I played a. Uh, I was just like the I, most of the stuff I get are like the. Uh, I'm usually like the under five guy. I'm I'm never really like. A series regular or any of that kind of fancy <laughs> stuff. I just pop in, usually for a nonverbal or 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 a, or a quick scene. FBI most wanted. They were looking for like, like they found there was a murder, and then they found this guy's DNA and with this clothing, and then that clothing had like my sister's DNA. And they were looking for my sister, and they just came to question me, and it was just a quick like, "Hey, how you doing? Have you seen your sister?" Nah, you know, like shit like that. Which just. <laughs> Well, somebody um, needs to, you know, somebody needs to get questioned, you know. Oh, so. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, you know, I take that when it comes to the acting career, I take it very much like, <clears throat> like the job squad, you know, just pin me, pay me. What do you need me to do? Boom, boom, boom. I don't care. You know, Absolutely. What, yeah, I did, I did, um, case in point, another one that's just a big old <laughs> dumb thing. I booked, um, I was on HBO's The Gilded Age. Okay. And I booked the job, 
on March 11th, 2020. Um, I had kind of a beard at the time and I signed a contract saying I wouldn't shave or get a haircut until we started production, which was going to be about three weeks. Uh, March 13th, Earth shut down. <laughs> and, and the then, production got postponed for three years or just about no i got uh, for about nine months yeah so i so I, I, and i was still under contract and they were getting they kept paying me so oh they like, were paying you to keep the facial hair well like, they paid they, they paid they paid me like they paid me like three times over 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 the pandemic to be like okay okay sorry for this sorry for the inconvenience sorry for the inconvenience and i'm just like i guess i have to stay yeah, they're staying true to use. You and by the time, by the time like production came up, I was, I had my Irishness just it was just fluorescent orange. I looked like Yukon Cornelius from the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeers. Looked like uh, a radioactive Santa Claus. Oh, it was just not. It was just yeah. It was absolutely <laughs> nuts. And then, hilariously enough, we finally shoot the thing, and I'm barely in focus. But <laughs> <laughs> but again, check cleared. And then because of new SAG COVID rules uh, and all the costumes were designed from scratch, <clears throat> so I had to get COVID tested before every fitting and you got paid for every COVID test. So I got a, like $1,000 for my boogers. So I, I can't really um, can't, can't really complain. Yeah, no, I mean, that's quite the gig. My, I manager, com- my manager complains because I can't really make a reel of just like these. Just like, <laughs> oh, right, you don't have anything to show he's, for he's like, it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. It's I don't I, I, I don't mind. Whatever. Well, this is a real of me paying my rent. Yeah, it just <laughs> works. Work. I did. I did New Amsterdam. Uh, the NBC show New Amsterdam. Zero wow. lines. Zero lines of di- zero lines of dialogue. I'm screwing in a light bulb. It breaks. I'm like, and I had a mask on, so you can't even tell it's me. <laughs> but, but they uh, but because I drop a light bulb, you know, they're like Kevin. And I'm like. Mm. And then I'm, I'm credited as Kevin. And because of that credit, residual, residual, residual. So okay, it's just, that's fine. Did, <laughs> anybody those, ever, uh, did anybody ever ask how many Billy Briars does it take to, to change the light bulb? Uh, now it takes more. Apparently it takes more than one. <laughs> you now drop. it does. Like, I, I, with a broken ankle, it's hard to climb up the, uh, to, climb, <laughs> to climb up a ladder. Oh, but they, they were giving me, they were good they were giving me like the production staff. there were giving me a lot of crap because I have a tattoo on my wrist. Uh, and it's, um, they did makeup to put over it, but it was like when I was holding these like light tubes, you know, like I'm in a death match. I'm holding these light tubes. <laughs> um, the makeup is like, because the lights is like rubbing off on the white. Oh, wow. Okay. On the whiteness of the bulb. So it was like smudging everything. And I'm like, I need a touch up. Like, Ugh. Um, can't hire people with tattoos. I'm like, it's one dude. Calm the fuck down. Like, I'm just, just give it a little quick touch up. You barely even see the thing anyway. It's just, just, it, it's, yeah, it's always kind of nuts. But yeah, I'm usually they that kind of. Uh, it looks like they could put like a wristband or something too over it just to cover yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had, um, not, most of the stuff I've done is usually had like long sleeves. It's just the one time yeah. where I have like lights up. They, they kind of just do a quick little gloss over. It's, it's not too terrible. It's just one of those. It all depends on the makeup artist uh, and how much, you know, how what, how good they seal it. Because if, uh, if you don't seal it well, it's going to smudge over over time. How did um, you uh, how did you decide that you wanted to get into acting? And then how did you, like, pursue that? I've did it. I've I've, um, I've kind of since I was a kid, really, I, you know, school plays did that kind of crap. 
started, I did like theater and summer camps and stuff like that. Um, I got into it, like, I guess quasi professionally was from, um, I was, in, it was just after college. Um, I was kind of just look, looking for a job and I was working for UPS and I delivered like Muppets. <laughs> wow, that's cool. And, and I'm like, well, this job peaked. <laughs> and you know, because I'm yeah, I'm, 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 I'm deliver these Muppets. Then the next floor over is the Saturday Night Live floor, and I'm like, I can't, I can't. I go downstairs. I'm like, how much? I have two weeks vacation coming up, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm taking it. That's my notice too. Bye. Oh my gosh, dude, that has been my fantasy. I used to work at Walgreens back in the day, and I used to always tell people, I'm gonna go my take my two weeks of vacation and put my notice in on that first day and never fucking come back. Yeah, that's so, right. I, I did that. Thank you for did, doing that. I did that with them. And then, you know, after about a month, I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I, the one job I got was working for a marketing company for what was then called the original Improv Comedy Club in New York City. Um, so after about a month of working with them, like some of the, like, the people at the club and then even the people I was working with was like, you should do do you want to do the Sunday show? And I was like, uh, okay. And then from there I started, yeah, I started doing, um, I did stand up briefly, not my cup of tea. Uh, I kind of, you were, you were marketing, you were pitching ideas for marketing for a comedy club. And based on that, they invited you to, well, because it was a combination of that. It was like, we were working with the marketing team. So what we were doing was basically this, they still have some variation of them now where, uh, we would do, it was almost like barking, but <clears throat> but it was uh. Oh, interesting. Go out, okay. We'd go out there into Times Square, like a street uh, team, basically. Yeah. Okay, and, and that and, makes sense, Times Square, because I'm sure there's a ton of people out there. Well, the comedy club, the comedy club was right. It's like was was in the area. Right, right, right. And then back then, Times Square wasn't as bedlam as it is now. Like they didn't have yeah. the streets closed. They didn't have the streets closed off. Uh, it was still during like the TRL days um pre 9 11 right it was post but okay, it was okay. but it wasn't as um you're younger than i thought then i guess <laughs> uh yeah y- y- thank you <laughs> <laughs> um but it wasn't yeah so we would like sell like um like buy one admission get like six and they like expire in like six months or something like that so you'd have to just sit there and just cold pitch people um and they kind of just took to me because I was selling, I was selling like crazy, and um, and and we we would get um, because of working on the, on the street team, we'd get all the uh, free cover and free shit. So kind of just I would just go there and hang out. That's awesome. And, and then you and just then got some spots, and, and that's kind of, and that just became that. And then I started working with a, uh, I started mostly going with a, leaning into it like with an improv team that was there. Uh, cause I was mostly my background. I was more comfortable with that being kind of just in the moment as opposed to <laughs> remembering and being in my own brain about stuff and trying to play it like an instrument. I'd much rather just go out there like free flow jazz. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, so I, I was with them for about a year. We started, we started, we had one show a week, then two, then four, then six. It was going crazy. We were just selling the place out um, 
Oh, and improv, too. improv is a lot like acting too, in a way. You just don't have. It a is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the best kinds are yes. As if you're if you're taking it seriously, it's 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 reactive. So if you're you're reacting, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's also got some of it was you know after doing it for so long with the same crew, you start kind of just dicking with each other. Um, and then from there, I kind of went on to I went on to uh, I left with a uh, a friend of mine who was in that group. And he started doing this interactive experience, and I worked with them for about twelve years, where it was like a, it was like a scavenger hunt, but but it, it wasn't a race. Um, it was a um, it was like a uh, walking tour, but it had a plot. Like he'd get like a phone call the day before for some mob boss, meet me here at someone <laughs> such and such place, and they gave like this clue. They gave the audience members clues as where to get to find these people. I played a schizophrenic bum on the Brooklyn Bridge for 12 years on and off wow that's crazy that's schizophrenic yeah. so like playing schizophrenic for 12 years you probably like at some point think you're schizophrenic <laughs> oh it did i mean yeah it kind of it kind of it the worst were on those days like because we go out because sometimes we uh you know cell phone battery life lasted longer so <laughs> so you can go out all night long and get get stupid and then be back out on that bridge getting cooked and i was just like what am i doing but it worked everyone was like oh god this guy's disgusting i'm like meanwhile it's just me sweating the whiskey out from the from the night before and i haven't slept (laughs) that is awesome but we had a we had a the first my first season there the reason why i did it for 12 it was just this little little company but then neil patrick harris went to the show and then like promoted it on like Regis and Kelly, and then we were sold out for like a decade. <laughs> oh, he just he just mentioned it like on Regis and Kelly. He went he went to it for like his birthday or whatever. And he like talked uh, about his experience at Regis. Yeah, Regis. yeah, that's cool. That's crazy. Yeah. So that kind of helped, that helped us out for about a decade, and then yeah, I started I, um started with the Upright Citizens Brigade doing improv with them. I got a commercial agent, and then kind of just it started. That's when I started doing more and more kind of legit work. Was after uh actually getting um representation <laughs> yeah that's cool though uh, um, upright brigade that's pretty a big deal too so that's what, yeah that's how I, and I got to use my wrestling uh there because they had a, they had a weekly show called cage match where two teams would perform and the audience would vote for which team they wanted to to you know perform again the following week but in between like bumpered out we'd have like comment like commentators and like and like make it like it was a, like a like a whole wrestling show, and then in between the two, they'd have like a like a a comedy match where we kind of have like pit up like two ludicrous characters. Um, like we had like it's when it started out, yeah. Like, um, oh God, uh, Bobby Moynihan was Leviathan, the way the uh, the half man, half whale. <laughs> um. You know, Batista was Leviathan in the in, in the. I know, yeah, in OVW. Yeah, okay, okay. We had uh, John Gabris was, uh, I forget the character's name, but he was like, this whole gimmick that was was that he was a racist, but he was just, but he was wrong, like he confused <laughs> the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> like it was weird shit like that, and that's how. And then from when I got involved with them, um. I started with my, with the character I had. I started like uh, showing up at like indie shows and um, <clears throat> in full gear and like challenging guys to like rock paper scissors. 
Um, oh, well, wow, that's crazy. What was your character called? Whole lot of denim. <laughs> nice. And I got I got saddled with that name, which you know, improv law. Yeah. So if, so if someone says you're something, you gotta just go with it. I was interning at the theater, and the stage was a mess during one of their shows, and I had to jump on stage and fix everything up really quick and clean it and jump off and like wreck in like super fast time. But I was wearing like a blue shirt, jeans, and a and a blue Yankee hat. And all, all they saw was this blue blur. <laughs> wish in, wish in, like Sonic. And they're like, oh, what the hell was that? That was new. That was our new superstar. A whole lot of denim. <laughs> and then, then I'm like, all right, okay, you, you want that? You got that. And then I I put, then I sent them pictures of like me in overalls and a shirt, like a mask, a denim mask and stuff. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> so I, I, I got, we got, um, uh, at our peak, we got Mick Foley to come to the show. Oh, that's Which, awesome! And Mick Foley, I'm sure he loves comedy because he. Oh does, yeah, because like, well, I, I was bugging him on Twitter because that's what you could do back in 2011, and uh, went to went to an indie show, uh, which opened with Sid versus Eddie Kingston. Wow! <laughs> in 2011, yeah. Sid still wrestling. Like Sid, wow. Sid versus Eddie Kingston, and I went. They went there with Foley. Did the rock paper scissors beat him? Uh, and he agreed to do one of our shows. He came in. Um, Wait, did he do the show because you beat him? Like if he would yes have. And, won- yes, and no. it was a com- it was a combination of two things. So it was like a <laughs> playful reason. That's the playful reason I gave. The other reason is like, yo, he like he liked he was starting up doing his comedy tours. He was starting yeah, up doing yeah, that, makes that sense. kind of thing. And it's like, yo, here's a, this is a name thing. It'd be a cool thing. He came and do, did one of the cage matches. We the place went ballistic. Um, and then he wanted to do a, uh, like his own kind of special there. Uh, and we did that. It was the after Survivor Series 20, 2011. I, that was, I think that was the one that, or yeah, that's the one where they're at the garden. Uh, Roxena 22. It was Roxena versus Awesome Truth. That was at Madison Square Garden. Survivor and, Series. Oh, Survivor so, yeah. Series. Yeah. So, like, and so the theater. The Upper Gate Theater was on just for uh, Madison Square Garden is on 33rd, 34th Street area and 8th Avenue. The theater was on 26th Street and 8th Avenue. It was just right down the block. Yeah, a few blocks away. So, so Foley, we did it. We all we watched the we watched part of the show at uh, uh, our friend Birch's apartment, and then we jumped on a train and did a midnight show after Survivor Series. Uh, I mean, we had um, John Morris came out, Nick Nemeth, Matt Cardona. Uh, they were all at Survivor Series that night. They all came out, came by. Uh, so it was kind of cool to kind of do that show. I broke my collarbone at that show. Um, oh, and uh, and I, I did the rock, paper, scissors with with, um, with Nemeth and, and, and uh, when he was still Dolph Ziggler. And then he did a Survivor Series show in that same building. UCB had since gone. But he, when Survivor Series was at the Barclays in 2021, so 10 years to the day, I broke my collarbone. He did a, he did a show at the same venue, and I and I did that show too. And we got to meet up and hang out there. It was kind of fun. And we had, uh, who, cool. who was also there? Brian Pillman Jr. came. It was fun. It was a fun little. So I've I've uh, been able to kind of float back and forth between the comedy and wrestling and wrestling comedy world. That's cool, yeah, hell yeah, man. It sounds like you've like you've, you've seen a lot, which is really fun. Um, let's go way back though. Like, how did you how did you fall in love with wrestling in the first place? I guess it was kind of probably uh, 
by proxy, my older brother. My older brother was about six years older than I was. So it was, it was kind of just beyond, it was the eighties, you know, yeah. um, it kind of, it, yeah, we had all the figures. Uh, <laughs> nice. So did I. I had a bunch of them too. Like even the rubber the ones, little, the little plastic blue ring. The, 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 it was good for the play, the harder ones, like the, the, uh, uh the, the, the ones that clicked like the new generation ones, as opposed to like the old, like big bulky rubber ones. Right. Right. Well. Yeah. When, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was younger, when I was younger, apparently I used to, I used to, uh, nibble on them. And, nice. and and uh my cousin is a fireman he owns a bar and on the east side um the gramercy ale house which I, I actually took uh Irian grimes to one night um <laughs> they had like to like pepper it on the walls and stuff were like like nostalgia shit like lunch boxes but this is all from like the, like 80s lunch boxes and old 80s wrestling figures and that's all from the, their collection and, the, and I was there one night and he's like, he's like, yeah, look at, uh, take a look at Tio Santana. And I'm like, okay. He's like, what's missing? And I look and I see his hands missing. I'm like, oh God, his hands missing. He's like, yeah, you ate that in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <clears throat> so yeah, I used to go to, you know, I used to go to house shows, the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, went to, finally went to the garden when I was, uh, 11 my brother took me there for my birthday went to then went to wrestlemania 10 um what was uh what was the garden like for you when you went for the first time it was wild because i'm because i was i was i was 11 and then and when you come in from the city from the from long island uh it's everything everything's such so huge because especially when you come coming to the city from long island you take the long island railroad and it ends the at the point of ending is penn station which is directly underneath madison square garden so oh, interesting. Out, okay. Okay. So if you go outside, you're gonna see all the buildings and stuff. But we didn't go. In, we don't go outside. We went in. So the first thing I saw was just the empty. You know, see, you go through the tunnel, just like when if you're a kid going to any sporting event, your first sporting event or something like that. The first time you go and you go through the tunnel to the open field, whether it be baseball or football or anything, where you just go through a tunnel and there it is. You see the grandeur of it. Yeah. The, the garden was like. <clears throat> that's why it's heartbreaking seeing the garden now for me because they since they've re. Uh, I mean, it's great to be in, but it's different watching it on television because they, since they remodeled and refurbished <clears throat> and expanded the the hallways, and if you see an old WWF Garden shows and even WrestleMania ten, WrestleMania one, they all came through like the center aisle, uh, like hard cam was like directly in front, and they'd come like in the center. There'd always be like a curtain and like an exit sign or something. Like it was like mm-hmm. this. It, they always kind of came from the middle area um since they uh remodeled they've closed that area is kind of closed off and it's just one section of seats now so they don't have that kind of old school garden entrance anymore the last time that was used was uh actually ecw um i was at it was uh september 11th 06 raw and they taped ecw before like an hour before but they came out, they had, so like the original entrance ramp from the garden was still there. It was just like a section cornered off, but they pulled the tarp down and it was like the ECW bricks. And it was like the old ECW entrance at Madison Square Garden. That was absolutely, that was absolutely surreal. To, to that's rad. Very, very surreal. Yeah, no, that's cool. Madison Square Garden, man. Uh, I've never been there. I do want to go there eventually. 
Um, but I feel like they don't really use it as much anymore because well, they, of the union stuff, right? And yeah, like yeah. That. They don't use it for. They don't use it for like they still go TV. there. They, still they don't use it for TV. There. Yeah, because it's it's all the garden's owned by Cablevision. <clears throat> oh, Apple, okay. So it's a so, it's a competitor. So, so they're like, yeah, they're big old sticklers when it comes to like, uh, yeah, we gotta have our guys on the our guys on the TV crew, our guys, um. It's, and the, and the cost and if you don't use our guys it's like a huge like um upcharge uh so it's it's kind of it's a lot harder to i mean ufc doesn't give a shit they'll they'll they make a, a jillion dollars they'll throw it out like, <laughs> yeah yeah you know uh, are you uh i'm pretty sure you're familiar are you familiar with kill tony uh the name sounds familiar yeah it's like a it's like a youtube show uh tony hinchcliffe hosts it uh he pulls names out of a bucket they do one minute stand up and then uh, he, they talk to him. It's really fun. It's a fun show. I really like it a lot. But anyways, Kill Tony, uh, and they're going to be in August. They're going to be at Madison Square Garden, which is crazy. Oh, wow. It's like a podcast. Is, that, is it Madison Square Garden or the Madison Square Garden Theater? Because they, right, they didn't it, specify, but they said, I mean, they said Madison Square Garden. And he's, I mean, because the, 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 the Madison Square Garden Theater is like attached to Madison Square Garden. That's yeah. where in, in wrestling, we're in the wrestling world. If you, uh, oh, God, there was a SummerSlam. I think was is that where the honor was? They've done NXT's done shit there. Uh, okay. They've done, but they've uh, it's like I think WWE he was there was a summer SummerSlam '98, like the Lions Den with Owen and yeah, Den I remember Denver. that. Yeah, I do. Remember that was that. in that was in the theater. Yeah, the, I remember. Uh, it was down right across, diagonally across the the block across the block <clears throat> from the garden is uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom. That's where ECW and Ring of Honor used to do a lot of stuff. Oh, interesting. I went to. That was a long ass day of wrestling. The Barclays Center in Brooklyn, when that first the first wrestling event that went on there was TLC 2012, and the at three that was at like seven, and but at like three o'clock at the Hammerstein Ballroom was uh, was Ring of Honor Final Battle, <laughs> which so me and me and me and some friends went to that, which that was the main event of that was that was Steen Generico Ladder War. Oh wow! Okay, hell yeah! And then and then jumped on a train, and then went to went to um, what happened there? We was that was uh, I think it was Ziggler Cena in a Money in the Bank thing and Shields debut against Ryback and oh Survivor Series. No, it was TLC. Oh TLC. Okay. Oh, it was the next month, right? Yeah, the, it was their debut match. That's cool though. Uh, and the and the oh, and, we, and the. Uh, Brooklyn Brawler was there. He had to be. It was Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. He always. Has to be. <laughs> Brooklyn. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a. There's still some a lot of cool wrestling spots like they're still going. TNA occasionally does stuff around the block for me at the. Uh, I think it's the Melrose Ballroom. I think it's called. Okay, I'm familiar with that. I, in fact, I think uh, I think GCW's been in Melrose recently. Um, it's possible. Like, yeah, they they they. they um, I don't think they've done, they haven't done a lot of deathmatchy shit here because I think like legally they can't in New York. No, in New York they don't, but they still do shows. So, so GCW. I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. It was I know part of the. I don't know the whole drama of it, but I know I was familiar of that that of that show that I told you about with Sid Kingston. That's where I, I met like uh, Danny Demanto, who does ICW Noel's Bard. Okay, okay. Uh, and I know he's he uh, was like originally doing stuff with. GCW, but he had a uh, like a falling out with Lauderdale. 
um, Lauderdale was the, like your referee, like the go-to referee at the Queen. It's where the event was was the Queen's Elks Lodge. Yeah, he um, was a referee. I do know that. So like it, it was um, that was back then. So that was yeah, that was feels like ancient ancient times ago. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'd be interested to know more, but probably off. Uh, off. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the. <laughs> you don't know the details, the gory details. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I. I just. It. Whatever. You know. Let him. Good for both of them. Um. I mean, Danny's doing his own thing. He's got. He had his. Yeah. Uh, uh. I haven't been able to see the on. Um, it's IWTV. They did like a. Like uh, a couple episodes of like following around him, as he's setting up stuff. Yeah, they do this show, The Life of, which is really fun. That's yeah, the, the last yeah. one, Danny Demento, Danny Demento. I knew him from. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, my wife and I watched a lot, uh, of, lot, of, lot of wars with Amazing Red. A lot of really great wars with Amazing Red. Wow, that's cool, Amazing Red, huh? Yeah. Nice, nice. I see a lot of those. That's cool. Uh, one of the main things I want to talk about. Well, actually, I mean, you brought up WrestleMania ten. So let's let's get into WrestleMania ten because that night that was a, that was one of the best WrestleManias of all time. Uh, what was WrestleMania ten like for you? Well, I mean, I was twelve, so it was okay, like a lot. Right. Of, uh, uh, a lot of it was just it was just really it was crazy. We were like in this. Uh, it was just kind of like surreal. I didn't, you know, it was the first kind of major thing, major real like TV I've been to. Like Raw was still doing stuff out of uh, the Manhattan Center or the Mid Hudson Civic Center um like uh like so it wasn't they weren't opening up into arenas yet yeah raw was still pretty small so it was like it was the first kind of like real tv i'd been to um it was it was it was kind of i didn't realize i was like you know because it's the lat you have the ladder match you have (laughs) like you you don't realize you were like watching like history you're just kind of just there yeah right you're just kind of watching it and then when i went and then when i was the following year uh, you know, seeing LT Bigelow, like, like we didn't know what the hell was going. We we're just like, well, this is great. Like, it was just. Um, I was a kid. I enjoyed LT Bigelow. Yeah. Everybody hates it looking back on it, but I enjoyed it at the. We're time. a New York fam. We're a New York family. That's why my brother woke me up and took me to there because LT <laughs> from the Giants. Hell That's yeah. why we went. it was. It was. It was. It was deep rooted. It was New York. It was New York versus Jersey. LT versus Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> it was New York. Versus it was New North York. versus South Jersey. It was a. There was a deep. There was deeper. It was deeper. <laughs> it, it was. Deeper. And I loved. I loved that he had all the other football players like backing him up. It's funny because, like, in retrospect, like looking back on it, one of the guys that was Mongo. on his squad was Steve Mongo McMichael, yeah. uh, who went to WCW fame. Yeah. A four horsemen. He had a four horsemen in his corner. Yeah, I think Kevin <laughs> was one of them too. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I have some. This I have old pictures. From, like I have, I have pictures from ten because I had like a, a a disposable camera with me. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So, so there's, a, I have a lot of, um, a lot of the like. So it's weird. Like I did, I actually do a selfie with with the thing. <laughs> Which is, you know, Russian roulette with a with a with with a film camera <laughs> in nineteen ninety four. Whether yeah, or not yeah, that, yeah. whether whether or not that's coming out or not. <laughs> um, but it was fun. It was it was kind of um, it was wild. I remember the place uh, the place came unglued when uh, earthquakes squashed Adam Bum. 
Oh man, that's like the least thing that I remember from that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what earthquake and a bomb were there? Yeah, that's cool. We've, we've been we're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed being here in New York. I'm you got to see Brett versus Owen live in person. Oh my gosh! I got to see the 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 the, the, the I went the, the house show I went to that what that gave us like first crack at WrestleMania ten tickets was um. It was a New York City Royal Rumble was was like the, was the event, and uh, it was the weirdest thing because like the, Marty Jannetty and Bob Holly had just won the tag titles and they lost them back and I was like wow they lost them back in a regular show, what <laughs> this is and it was a Monday too so we're sitting there confused like are they shooting Raw across the street right now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they had a Royal Rumble there and we're like what the hell? oh my god this is awesome. And like the middle rope snapped in the middle of it, and a bunch of guys fell out. But it, it Owen won. Oh, this is on this match is on YouTube. Yeah, I was there. That's the one. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I, so I do a podcast with my wife where we get super baked and watch wrestling. And okay. uh, we just kind of comment on what we see, right? And that's coming up on our list because we just did Royal Rumble 93, and we're gonna do that the lost rumble, which is that one. Uh, before, before, uh, before, yeah, the- I mean, Diesel's pretty much rehearsing his spot. It was like a practice, it was like a practice rumble. That's what it was, uh, yeah, but basically, because it was they it, called it the New York Rumble. Well, it was like that's what it was. It was like when we were there, I guess that was like, yeah. oh, it's a New York City Royal Rumble. That's what they called it at the at the, at the house show, right? Yeah, at the, yeah. At the house show. Like, if, if wow. I still had, if I still had like the piece of paper. That comes with the program. It would probably still be on the program. You know? The New York Rumble Rumble. That's cool. I did not know uh, that had a name. I just found out that that match existed just like a year or so ago. It's one of those things that I've I've known for thirty years. Like this, you moment. were like, there, and like no one believes me. I'm like, bro, there was this Royal Rumble. Fucking <laughs> rope broke. Owen Hart won. <laughs> are you? Uh, did you film it? You're not the one filming it, are you? No, 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 no. I was, you were I a was, child. You were. I was, a child. Yeah, I was eleven. I was like. Pfft. You you barely had a you barely had a fucking uh, disposable. I, I was I was more excited to just be in this. I was in this. I was in the big city on my birthday. I'm just like yay! Oh, cool. that was the show. That was the show. The one where Owen Hart won the Rumble was yep. when they said wrestling and ten tickets are on sale right now. And when when the thing came on afterwards, it was like thank you, like thank you for joining, joining the World Wrestling Federation. You know, like next time we'll be in town is WrestleMania. Those in attendance get to get first crack. You know, like that kind of horseshit. And we're all just like, whoa, huh? Huh? And we just stampeded over to the ticket. I had to I had to like look at my brother and like, please. And I'm like, please. And he's like, uh. <laughs> that's probably before it was like super expensive. Oh no, yeah, it was it was it was affordable. It was I mean it was yeah, it, right. It's been a, it's been affordable. It's just but now that the stadium stadium ones are terrible. I went to I yeah, went to I got dumped at 29. Oh, um, Fun. <laughs> um, the actual event itself uh it was it it was i mean it was it was officially really the next night the next okay, afternoon okay. but it was one of those like with randy orton or what it, it was one of the, it was it was one of those like oh uh, like it was one of those like this is done this is yeah this is it, it's just an awkward car ride home because it was it met life and it's just which is a pain in the ass to get to um and then when I heard, I heard nothing but horror stories about um, 36 when they went back. Where like, because they did like it was like an eight-hour show. Uh, the, the trains in Jersey stopped running after like one o'clock. 
people got trapped in the middle of oh, nowhere. Man. And there was like a torrential downpour. Ubers were like charging you like 200 bucks to get back. In the I city. used to uh, work in a hotel, which is right by the Fort Niners Stadium, and Ubers will not pick you up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I worked. I, I bartended at City Field where the, uh, where the Mets play. And I mean, I would get Ubers to and from, but that was just because like I'd get out of there like four hours before anyone else was there. So it was just right. yeah. never crazy. They did have like occasionally, they did have like cabs, like we uh, we call them like alligators. They're just sitting there, just, they're like, just circling. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of like, like just sitting there in the moat, like right. And be like, they just be like, Uber, Uber, you want Uber? And like, yep, yeah, okay. I think when I picture New York, I picture like seas and seas of just yellow cabs. Not anymore. No, that's cool. <laughs> like, nope. It's, it's I mean, now they're, doing Uber. They're, well, no, no. It's, it's New York. It's not California. They're all over the place. It's not just Priuses. You get Priuses. <laughs> you get Rav Fours. You 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 get also you get you know it's re, you're just getting into strangers' cars. You're literally just getting into strangers' cars. <laughs> I mean, the, I remember, like the first Uber I took when I was in, uh, God, where was I? I was I think I was in. Wherever the Google headquarters were, I don't know um, where that is. Is it like here? Yeah, it's out, yeah, out yonder. Okay. Uh, but I, I went, I went because I, I was staying with my buddy, <clears throat> and he couldn't get off work. And I'm like, shit! Like, like I just landed. It's eight o'clock in the morning, so I took like the Cal train up, and the first Uber to to drop my bags off because I was, <laughs> and I was just gonna jump back in the city and go to a Giants game, and um, but like the, the guy, that guy picked me up in a pt cruiser and it was the weirdest thing oh those are weird <laughs> it was just <laughs> it just seemed very but yeah no it's it's the yellow cab has been kind of uh kind of killed since oh, all the rides. that's crazy i wanted to be like i wanted to do it to, to go to new york and have it be like an episode of taxi <laughs> those dreams will not happen even you can probably so, you can still, they still they're still they're still there they're still sometimes there's 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 if you get those like lime there's there's yellow cabs and then there's like lime green cabs yeah we have uh, all kinds of sorts of different color cabs out here so too. like the the, 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 yellow, the lime green one it's looks exa- it's exactly identical to a yellow cab it's just you know slightly green but you get those guys will pick up like ubers and lifts and not just meters they'll do everything Oh wow, that's cool. So, so it's weird. You get like, it's like, oh, this, this, oh, this Ford Focus is coming. Okay, and then it's all of a sudden it's a, it's a proper cab, and you're like, uh, okay. Hey, so something you mentioned before that I've never been to or never seen, and I'm really interested about is uh, WWF New York. Ah, yeah. Let's ah. talk about WWF New York. That old, that old chestnut. Yeah, it was it's uh, crazy. So was it? Time- was it only a nightclub on nights where the WWF was like promoting it? it no, no, it was it was a, it was a it was a Times Square restaurant. It was like a it was a like a tourist chain restaurant. The first it was there was two floors. It was an old it was an old theater. Uh, they started as it as they started dwindling down. They started like using the theater element of it. I think like Chris Angel Mind Freak was there for a little bit. Because um, I know eventually they, yeah, they changed it to the world. Well, yeah, because that's that's when the. That that all that started when WWF became WWE. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, so, so, but it yeah. was it was just a it was a, the the first floor was just a whole merch shop and you take an elevator uh, escalator down and it was like this had this big <clears throat> open stage area but it was all like 
that they would do like those like tough enough weigh-ins and like and like whenever they like heat like sunday night heat would be like from there or whatever they'd just be commentating over it yeah uh, but it was, was, it, was just, wild too. it was just a large like tourist trap of a restaurant that on the weekends would play the pay-per-views uh when there when there was a lot when there was a pay-per-view and then and then on like the the live raw nights they'd have they do they do that i went there I went there uh, around my 18th birthday, just before my 18th birthday for uh, the Royal Rumble in 2001. Uh, I think I still have somewhere, <clears throat> I think in my bucket of hats, is, is an old WWF New York hat. Oh, hell yeah. With like the engraved, in, embossed uh, uh, attitude stitching. Um, yeah, so they went, we went... To that to just what to watch the pay per view because because the, the Royal Rumble because the 2000 Royal Rumble was at Madison Square Garden and I went with my brother for that uh, that was the uh, the Cactus Jack Street Fight the, the Hardy Boys ladder the, oh, the Hardy. speaking of yellow cabs yeah that was the set yeah so I, I we were at that one the year prior so the year later the year later it's like well, let's just let's go to WWF New York this time we've never been why why not let's just do it was it packed. Super, it was super packed. We were I'm yeah. surprised we even got in. Like they, had, uh, my brother was there and he got the passes for it because he had to get like for when they would do like pay per views and stuff. You'd have to like reserve. That make makes sense, yeah. Because then Resident. otherwise they have so many people trying to come in. Yeah. So we went. Yeah, they went down there. We, we they gave us. It was <clears throat> the, the 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 package was like uh, all you can eat buffet. Unlimited sodas and, and, and uh, or or drinks if you're over 21, and uh, then you, they sent you home with like a mug. <laughs> and I got a hat. <laughs> and uh, I was I got my I was able to kind of not fake ID my way through it, but I was able to kind of get served as an underage, uh, get served underage at at the event. Just you just kind of BS your way through it, or what? Yeah, it was just like a way, like like they just kind of. My brother carded his. Like, he, he yeah, his. he's older, and you just he's older. Him. I look older than he does. I look because yeah. my 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 yeah, my brother is like he's smaller than I am, and I kind of look older. Um, yeah, see what a callback because I just said that you're younger than I thought. Yeah, so that a callback. Okay. You're younger than the waitress thought too. Yeah, I get I get city mileage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what it is. That's probably where it is. And uh, so, yeah, so I kind of was, I was able to kind of squirk by and, and, and be just, just drinking, you know, tap beers. Um, and I was waiting on, right. I was waiting for beer and there was a lot. And I, I thought, I thought it was the line for the bar because I'm seven, 17, 18. I've never been to a bar. You didn't know what a line for the bar was. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't just go up to the <laughs> bar and ask for a drink. I thought, Oh, there's a line. I guess this is where, we, this is where the line for the bar is. Um, and then finally it gets up to me and then like, it's a camera. And, you know, and I've already, I've already had, been, I've already had about three, three beers, but all those beers that my brother had given to me. So I'd not like, Oh, it's like beer. the camera, like, like they're going to ask you a question on camera. Yeah. But so I, I was, already, so I'm, I'm three beers in at 17. I'm toast. <laughs> 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 so and this is it and, and it's like this is like during heat and i'm wearing this 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 just 
ludicrous, like a Hawaiian t-shirt with like tigers and shit on it. Just this, I stand out, very obvious. And they asked like, oh, who do you think is going to win the championship match tonight? It's going to be Kurt Angle or Triple H. And then I tried to be as sober as possible and was overly articulate and made and just said what I said that Triple H was going to win. And then that was it. And then three hours later, I'm like coming down because I realized I was drinking too much. I'm just drinking sodas and watching the, watching the event. And then I think it was right after, right after the China broke her neck angle. Oh, and the wow. women's, um, they, uh, you know, all of a sudden they did, they did a cutaway to WWF New York. And <laughs> like, oh, let's see uh, who uh, the fans think are going to win this thing. And there's a bunch of guys, and there's my dumbass. <laughs> oh, nice. And then I'm standing there, and I see it on like all these jumbotrons, and because they had like all these TVs, you know, like it wasn't just like a big old flat screen back then. It's 2001, so it was just, it was really just like nine. <laughs> yeah, nine the way big... nobody ever had to turn their head. It's every direction. So it's just everywhere. Yeah. And I just see on like on like 600 TVs, my fat head in a stupid tiger Hawaiian shirt. And everyone goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's on there. It's still on there. It's, it's uh, I, I've been censored. I was censored on the WWE when it was, when it was the WWE. They, what did they censor? Because I said WWF. They dropped the audio out on my F. Oh, wow. You were a victim to the get the F out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I th- it, it, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they have it there. Sometimes they don't. But it was, uh, yeah, it's on. It's But it's, it's still made the cut. It's it's balanced from, uh, the, I had the DVD of it. So I, it was on the DVD. It was on, uh, it was on, it was on, it was on the WWE Network. It's on Peacock right now. Uh, nice. My my stupid trying not <laughs> to you know trying to well, pretend I'm not a little bit buzzed in public, rambling on about Triple H and Kurt Angle. <laughs> At least he didn't cuss, I guess. They, they still sounds yeah. No, they, yeah. That's I, your, I, I, I was I was 17. I didn't curse as much when I was. Use that for you your sizzle reel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like this is me in the WWF. Yeah. IMDb yeah. page Sunday Night Heat credit. I, but yeah, I did. I did joke around with that. Yeah, I said I made my, uh, I made my pay per view debut. <laughs> that was a Sunday night heat, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Don't filmed during heat. Yourself. It was filmed during heat. Aired during. Aired oh, but during. it aired during the pay per view. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So that counts. That counts as pay per view. Yeah. It's better than the one time I think I was. I mean, I was on the lo- I was on the local news because Bob Backlund was at the Nassau Coliseum campaigning because he was running for Congress. Uh. Wow. For Connecticut. He was running for Congress in Connecticut, but campaigning at the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island. Oh, interesting. That's weird. Wonder why he didn't win. Yeah. Uh, but he's I'm I was I was there. This was had to have been 2000. Just, I, I don't have the footage of it. I haven't seen it since ever since I saw it on there. But all it's like I'm off camera while he's going on a tirade. And then he just looks at me and just goes on a tirade at me and they pan over. But I'm fucking I'm I'm one and a half, I'm like 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And I'm wearing like a Taz shirt, like like the 2000 attitude Taz shirt with like the tribal and the 13 in the middle. <laughs> but with my fat ass, I look like one of those like 
autumn leaf bags that people use that look like pumpkins. It's <laughs> 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 just this bright orange and black specks on the on the top. <laughs> but I wish I, I wish I had that footage. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, question about WWF New York. Uh, yeah. Did they have food? Uh, you probably didn't know about the drinks because you were younger. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they, they had, they yeah, had they other had, drinks that were themed to the wrestlers. They did. Yes, they did. I don't remember specifically which ones. I'm sure you, I'm sure you can Google the menu where they, you know, where they'd have like. Um, so I, I can't think like of the big like, shake, the big show shake. I don't know either. Something like that. Yeah, whatever. Like Rikishi Sushi or whatever. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> That would be gross. That's gross in, in retrospect. <clears throat> um, that would be really gross. Like, what did that yeah, I, think, I feel like I feel like. Uh, hold on, I can just let me just Google the menu really quick because I know there's like a lot of like super weird ones that were really funny. I don't I don't specifically recall because we had like like I said we had like the um, the buffet yeah prefixed um thing. Okay, where is this? I'm trying to find this. Where we go? Okay, can I get a clear shot of this? I've always wondered that, and I guess I could have just Googled it this whole time. <laughs> Burgers and sandwiches. Uh, I just didn't go to the Google headquarters, you know? Beverages. It didn't look that It doesn't funny. look that funny? No. Like, Come on. the triple H, triple layer fry dip. Meat. Meats, meat. Meat <laughs> loaf. Meat loaf. <laughs> meat loaf. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh no, not that. No, not meatloaf. Ugh. That's fun. That's fun. Hell yeah, man. But I, I remember them having like, and then they, 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 what they did, they changed over when they became WWE because it was WWF New York and everything there was branded with the, with the WWF logo. Rather than just like the rest of the WWE and just call it WWE New York, uh, they, they started, they changed it to the world. And then that kind of like no one knew what the hell that was. And then I think they eventually sold it off. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's uh, the Hard Rock Cafe moved down from Fifty Seventh. Uh, oh, interesting. That, Hard Rock Cafe is in the in their uh, location right now. Okay, okay, that's cool. Planet yeah, Hollywood, I mean, Planet Hollywood took over the All Star Cafe, and I think that's gone now too. I feel like I feel like and that's why they, they had it. They did do a shot. They did a shotgun Saturday night from there. Oh uh, yeah, they did. They did a shotgun serenade from a subway station, didn't they? Penn Station. Penn Station. And Penn Station. Like, it was it was on the it was Penn Station from the from the from like the Jersey side where all the Jersey transit comes in because the Jersey transit comes into Penn Station also. And they had this like kind of like this kind of a uh, terminal looking spot and they put the ring up there. Uh, I think Undertaker fought Triple H there. Yeah, <laughs> somebody somebody fought like Fell down yeah, the escalator or something. He tombstone Triple H at the top of the escalator, and then oh, his body just rode all yeah, the way you're down. Right. You're right. Yeah, that's fun. And then uh, Marlena showed her boobs at some point. Uh, that's all I remember. Possibly. Yeah. I never. I, I never. I, yeah, the, the one. The one. The one show I saw. The one show that I bought binoculars too, because it was the Royal Rumble 2000. <laughs> it was like the. It was the month after the cat. Oh no! Not the Royal Rumble 2000. Uh huh. I know it's yeah. gonna happen. I know it's gonna yeah. happen. I got yeah, I got to see those sweet potatoes in a sock. Yeah, because the cat was this December of ninety-nine. She showed her top, she took her top off. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she's gonna do it again. She's gonna do it again. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's May Young. 
<laughs> cool. cool. Oh my gosh. And I swear to God, that's what they look like. They look like someone put sweet potatoes in a pair of socks and stapled them to someone's chest. They showed it on pay-per-view. Because it was live. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. I was in the it. building. I was in the building. That was traumatizing for a lot of people. Ah. Probably you too. <laughs> I mean, I I looked at I was in the upper bowl and like towards like so I could kind of like I can maneuver the blind them away and just see the blur. But man, was, Roy Rumble 2000 though, that must have been like just all legends. That's crazy. That That's was, wild. That was, that, was a, that was a fun one. I went to the uh the Royal Rumble 2008 or nine, the one where Cena showed up at the end where everyone says, Oh, okay. that's the best that's the best comeback. All right, here's that's a half truth here. Everyone did get loud when he came out. What they didn't continue to hearing is we got it was a surprise of like, yeah, then no, and then booing. And then when it ended and he won it, everyone was leaving like pissed. <laughs> like, oh, day. But on, but on television, it's like, oh, it's this thing. We're just like, come on. And they portrayed it like, yeah, like everybody. That was the first. That was the first HD event that they they, they did in HD. Oh, okay, that, okay. That Royal Rumble when Mike Adamley called Jeff Harvey. That happened on Dynamite this week. Did you watch Dynamite? No, I, I saw. I saw, I watched. The only thing I have, I have, I don't have like regular people cable, <laughs> but I, yeah. I I, st- I still had like my my roommates Hulu Live logging because I, I borrowed that to watch raw after for the rumble because i just felt like it was gonna be good <laughs> like it was just like mm, let me i gotta watch raw after this excalibur um, uh who's very good he's very good always gets things correct he said yeah earlier in the night uh we saw john moxie versus jeff harvey and then and then taz started laughing and then tony storm who was on commentary at the time goes oh yes Jeff Harvey. Oh, she's yeah, she's great. It was so funny. I laughed so hard. It was, it was the uh, I watched. I caught one match of it. I caught I caught the end of uh, Hangman Page versus uh, that guy. Yeah, Toa Leoa, to, Toa Leon. I don't know. Uh, okay. You missed uh, Hangman surprise for Swerve. It was RVD. Oh, I heard that you showed up. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. I just I just was like I was just watching it because it was like on, and I'm like. I don't know, the present the presentation of like of a lot of AEW stuff, it's just so kind of just flat, like visually. yeah, yeah. It kind of they're not. So I mean, they're still a baby kind of you know. They're I know, I know. I just so it's just, it was just kind of like hard to um, yeah, which is, like, which is which is which is good sometimes. I mean, if you look at like old Yellow Rope NXT, uh, was very clear. Like that's hard sale. to watch sometimes too. Full sale, yeah. There's there's those early days. It's when they started to kind of brighten up a little bit. Not now. Oh, they now to, it's hard to watch. Not, I mean, now it's hard to watch. Once, it, once they start, once they started making their logo look like a fucking trapper keeper. Yeah. And then and then it got too bright, and it's in the piece, and now it's in the PC. It's like it kind of, and they ripped the canvas, and now it's a regular white canvas. It's just so like I don't. It's very. Um, it's hard to it's hard to watch. <laughs> it looks like, you're, it looks like you're, doing, you're doing wrestling from the Apple Store. Yeah, it, and it's then so bright. It, it's so it's bright. A, it's yeah, and yeah, so well lit. Wrestling should not be so well lit. No, I mean that's why I loved it. That's the, the intimacy of of Full Sail was so. I mean, the, the PC is very intimate too. But like Full Sail, like there was like a uh, 
like there was like an energy there was like a, there was like an energy of like just you know random fans were there the pc could be like half of them are all probably trainees you know it's all it's like all yeah it's like you can't tell like what the energy really is there you know <clears throat> whereas like full, full sale was like um that was like old like like tna asylum energy you know like oh i was there once not asylum i'm sorry uh impact zone in florida orlando oh okay yeah, hell yeah. That's cool. So you mentioned the Royal Rumble uh, uh, before, a couple of Royal Rumbles. Uh, that's a good transition piece. Uh, did you watch this year's Royal Rumble? Yes, I did. Yes, it, I did. Was, it was good. It was fun. It was uh, four matches, which was surprising because, you know, they yeah. usually try to cram as much as they can in there. Uh, but I feel like that was a good decision they did. Um, so let's let's go ahead and go over the, the Royal Rumble this year because that's kind of what we're here for. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited about it. It was fun. It was really good. I really enjoyed the show as a whole. Yeah, it was uh-huh. it was good. To, it was like coming off coming off their kind of like like horrendous PR week. Yeah, it was bad. Um, like it was a yeah. lot of it was very much like all right, this is this is what this is the first of your major five. It's the start of the road to WrestleMania, and then like you're two days off just like this atrocious news. Uh, it's, so it was a lot of like pre- I'm sure it was a lot of pressure like for everyone to kind of. Just- I feel like. It's not just like the first of the big five, too, but it's also like hopefully the beginning of a new era where, you know, they're going to get rid of a few people and we're going to move on and everything's going to be good going forward. You know, it felt that it felt that way with it felt that way with Raw watching Raw felt felt very much like this is okay. This is the this is the kickoff to this, whatever this new prop this era is or whatever, because it just felt like it was it felt like the um like all right this is uh you know it's the first it's the first mcmanless um telecast really and it's just kind of it was everyone kind of and you could tell like every promo on that role was like everyone everyone felt kind of free yeah they didn't feel like it didn't feel like they were um trying to like remember talking points it's like they all like brought it from what but you know from within which make it which was just i thought yeah who would have figured that pro wrestlers know how to do pro wrestling (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the the royal rumble is we we kicked off with the women's rumble uh which was really good to to start off with uh this match i feel like could have main evented but they had to do what they had to do at the end of the show so I, i see why they did what they did um first of all first out we had uh i'm gonna go to everybody but uh the first two what, oh, the first one. Who was the first one? Uh, Total Divas reunion. Oh, N- Natalia, Natty, Natty, because she's Natty. the workhorse. She's the workhorse. Yeah. And then, and then the second person came out, and it was this music was playing, and I was like, that sounds so familiar, and I just I couldn't place it. And then my wife's like, is I think that's Naomi, and it, yeah. was, it was Naomi, and she was back. What did you think about Naomi coming back? Awesome. Like, good. Good for her. I'm glad they were able to mend the fence that they were able to do. She did what she could in TNA. She, you know. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, she, got to, she got to kind of flourish and get out of the bubble of because uh, she was always kind of just here. Um, yeah, it should, be, it should be fun. It's going to be interesting to see how, where she's going to get thrown into the mix because it's a little uh, you know, like the women's division is very, it's, it's crowded, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, but just got, they, they just need to they need to have like 
you know, storylines that are just not for the title. <laughs> and, and if they can have like, you know, have that kind of, uh, they need that, that like non-title feud. They do. they do need a few of those going if that's if this is a new beginning and that's what they start doing and that's what kind of enticed her over sure awesome absolutely to see like, the, the combination of what with with the new flock who everyone has stepped up since uh her and banks left um it'd be yeah it's interesting to see how she's gonna kind of mix well i hear she's going to smack down I believe I would imagine she's going to SmackDown just because that's where her husband is. Yeah, and so you know they want to travel together. I'm sure. Do we get Lady Bloodline? I don't know. I don't know because I mean she's so beloved. Can she go heal? Why not? I mean, at least keep her around for a little while first, and and get the love rub for a while. Well, we don't know how it's. You got to strike with the irons hot before. That's true. I mean, if she turns heel, the bloodline's running thin. It'd be pretty devastating if she turned heel now. Yeah, it'd be perfect. It's the perfect time it would to do be, that. Yeah, no, that's true. You're right about that. Or, or you know what? Or you hold it. You hold, you hold it, and that, that's she. She costs. If they, if they do Jimmy J, she'll be the interference. Oh, that's that's good too. She can she can be old, involved. That's the, that's the uh, yeah. Do it that do it that way. Save it. Save the turn for a mania turn. They'll probably do Jimmy and Jay at Mania anyway. Which I don't. I don't think there's enough. Really, I mean, not that I want to speak. I don't think there's enough heat for that. I mean, yeah, and I mean, also not enough room on the card. I mean, there's going to be so many big featured matchups. Well, now everything's all thrown shit. Now everyone. Yeah, all the all the big stars are gone. So we'll get into that a little bit. Um, uh, next out, next out, number three uh, was TNA Knockouts champion Jordan Grace. Uh, that was pretty neat to see her. I was I was a little surprised and and uh, happy to see her. One thing, the thing that made me really excited about seeing Jordan Grace was the fact that they acknowledged on commentary that Jordan beat Naomi for the title. So yeah, the whole, um, acknowledging lore and just dropping TNA and saying they can't yeah. say it. I mean, as opposed to like, what was it two years ago when when Mickey James was the Impact Women's Champion or whatever? Like she came out with the with the Impact title then, but it was Mickey they James. Really, they didn't really acknowledge Mickey. the title, right? They didn't really. Acknowledge they, they, had, the they, title. they put. They didn't say it out loud, but there was like a, a graphic. It was. It was yeah. like it was. It was. It, was, yeah. it wasn't even. It was like I don't think they called it the Knockouts Champion. They called it like the Impact Women's Champion or something. Um, but it's Mickey James, so she's like a legacy. So it was one of those like, oh, Mickey James, oh, that's nice. They did that. Oh, she has, the, oh, she probably just was like, I'm bringing the belt. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. This was like, no, we're, we're, we're making a canon event. <laughs> yeah, we're featuring. And, and and it was, I mean, Rumble was like the TNAist of 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 pay per views. I mean, if you look at, where I had it. Uh, I was looking at it the other day. Oh, I deleted it. Damn it. Um. Look at the amount of people from TNA who were or slash Impact who were at the Rumble yet. Oh yeah, Eli Drake and AJ Styles, Truth. <laughs> um, and then not um, to mention the backstage people like Petey Williams, Abyss, Nick Aldis. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, Abyss. Oh, I'm a... <coughs> they shouldn't have thrown. I w- I wish they with, with that kind of TNA love. I wish instead of uh, the Pat McAfee. Doing the Drew Carey spot, 
uh, I think I think they probably they could have suited up a bit for like one for just a quick in and out. Yeah, that would be cool. Would Even be, if you just like had a quick brawl with Omos and then just got tossed. Yeah. That would have been really cool. The monster like, bit. That would have been, a, that would have been and cool. And they like, have his TNA music and everything. Yeah, because if they're doing all that shit, so why not? If if that, oh. cool, that would have been cool. People, no one would ever would have in their lifetime would have expected it. That would have been neat. Um, I mean, he's probably not in the shape, though. I, that's why I was saying it's just a quick little. Yeah. You know, jump in, jump out. Like, um, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool time. And then, the, the, and then them getting, well, her getting the TNA chant was cool. And then, uh, they got that. They got a moment to have a stare down. And then, yeah, and then having Graves just be like, here's the reason why this is cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. my God. They're actually yeah. like, they acknowledge the history. Lore, yeah, like, it's lore. Like, you're... <clears throat> so, like um, TNA history is relevant in WWE now. Yeah. And now everyone's it's going on, like, oh, they're going to they're gonna do, like, they're, I want to do, like, oh, they're going to do, like, a Worlds Collide, like they do NXT or whatever, or... And I'm like, oh, people wanted people wanting like some sort of like TNA, not invasion, but like some sort of thing. And I'm sitting here laughing because I'm like, oh god, that's... imagine being Nick Nemeth. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Just when I thought I was out, it's pulled right back. And it's like it'd be so it's silly for him to come back of... in that quickly and change uh... his name. Be like, is he Nick or is he Dolph? We don't know. Oh, uh, you still there, Dalusia? You look frozen. I don't hear anything. Alrighty, uh, so the women's rumble was good. Are you still there? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you froze okay. for a second. You froze for a second too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say that. Oh, it says my internet is unstable, so maybe it's my fault. Um, the women's rumble was really good though. They had a lot of good spots. Naomi lasted for, uh, I think an hour, almost an hour. Um, Bailey, uh, Bailey came in. Oh, Bailey was number three. Three. So Jordan yeah. Must have been number she, four. She, she got in the yeah. She got the uh the flares position. Yeah, so so Jordan Grace must have been number four, um, but it was really cool. Bailey was in there for a very long time, and then her her uh, people the the damage control were in, and they were dominating for a while. And then her uh, they got. I thought tossed. I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna get I thought we were gonna get like a turn there. I thought they were. Gonna... I did too. So did I. Yeah, and they got tossed, and they left Bailey all on her own. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, we saw the debut of Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill yeah. was impressive. What do you think yeah. of her? Sure. I mean, I've I've seen bits and pieces of her in, in AEW. I um, I think I saw a match. I don't remember if she had a match when I went. A friend of mine had tickets to uh the first Grand Slam. Okay. Uh, Arthur was, Arthur Ashe. Yeah, which is right here in Queens. That was the first ever time they've ever done anything not tennis there, and I've always seen it. I worked in the area. I've never been there, so it was one of those like, my buddy offered me a ticket. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going. But I don't remember if she had a match there. Um, but you know, I've seen some of the stuff she's done in uh, AEW. I don't like the finish. The, I don't like her finish. I seen uh, the stuff she did in AEW too, which was good. It was good, but I feel like what she did on the Rumble, like she picked up Nia like, Jax, like nothing, and then she looked right into the camera, like yeah, I did that, and then she threw. Yeah, but then she, but then yeah, but then she, but then, but then that was the yeah that, but then when she went to go body slam her over, she kind of buckled and. I had to grab the top rope and help her yeah. out a little bit, but that's, I'm glad that I'm glad that you know they when they signed her, they weren't just like, you know, you didn't get immediately onto something. I was like, no, cool, we signed you. There's a big thing. 
all right, you're going to go down to the PC for just. Yeah, let's develop <laughs> it a little bit. Just... And I think she's training with Natty and TJ because Natty's been posting videos of her training at their new school. Yeah. Uh, new dungeon uh, or whatever. It's uh so yeah it's I like what I see um I want I, after <clears throat> I want her and Bianca to just start throwing chicks at each other like <laughs> like kaiju throwing buses you know just take you know, put them in the put them in the chamber let them let let them toss like katana and 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 the other one yeah <laughs> like, like, like fucking lawn darts um sort of what. Big meaty men slapping meat. You got badass buff bitches slapping beef. <laughs> the the spot when she tossed Naya over the top, um, Naya had a shocked look on her face, and the camera panned over to 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 Jade, and she was like, "Yeah." And the camera pans back a little bit, and Becky was next to Jade, and she had her mouth her mouth was open, okay, like her towel on the ground too, and that was a really funny little moment. Her finish, her finish move that 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 it's that. Fireman's carry into a drop. I think what's his name did that. Um, Fireman's carry into a drop, like like John Cena's, or like it's like a reverse. Down. It's like, but the other way, instead of going oh, flipping over, you just put him back down. Um, oh. oh god, what was his name? He was God. It was he used to Jindrak Garrison K. Yeah, G- yeah Gindrak, that makes yeah. I can see Gindrak. That. I think it was Jindrak. Uh. Cause when, when he had those like long hair and so it's like a it's like a DVD, but it's instead of throwing him head first, they throw him feet first. It's like a, yeah, it's a, it's a VHS. Wow. It's, instead of a dude, I don't know. It, it, it there's some power shit that she. It's just it, that needs a little. I mean, she's I powerful know. as fuck, but yeah, she can do, yeah. Hopefully, she, can do, she gets a better finisher. Yeah, that's just one. That's one little, or just make that look, or get that to, or or you know, fine tune that to be cooler. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like she could almost run into a rock bottom or something if she really wanted to. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so Bailey uh, broke the record for the longest Ray Rumble in women's Ray Rumble history, and she won uh, 63 minutes and three seconds, which is really awesome. Yeah, I beat, uh, what was it, Rhea last year from going yeah. from one. Oh, yeah, Rhea won from one last but, year. I mean, the women's records are like, they're always, they're always, like, this is only like the seventh one. Yeah, they've so, only started. Yeah, they've only started a few years ago. So, so like, so they're starting to a few times. Yeah, as opposed like, to the men's who've been doing it since '88. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's to get those um, asterisk ones. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Cody. basically. Cody, it's like, oh, Cody's the first one to do it in 26 years in Stone Cold. Stone Cold was thrown out. Stone Cold was eliminated in 1997. He jumped back in the ring. He cheated. He did cheat. That's right. That's what, that's what started Bret Hart's whole like tirade of getting screwed. Yeah, and then, well, then there was the fi- yeah. Then, well, then there was the final four because Michaels lost his smile. Yeah, so took the final four of that. And then Bret Hart won the final four, but then he dropped the belt to Sid right after that. Yeah, which they weren't actually the final four. The, they, they 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 skipped over one after after Austin got thrown out. The four guys left in the ring were Undertaker, Vader, Bret, but Fake Diesel. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And who they put in there, Sid? Uh, no, they didn't have this one. They did the final four. They just did Brett, Austin, Vader, Taker. They just oh, pretended Austin. They, I see. They just I didn't see. pretend. They just didn't pretend that you know, fake diesel. Fake diesel didn't exist. Well, I think a lot of people do that. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm sure the town of Knox County, Tennessee. <laughs> that too. Uh, so what did you think of going with Bailey as the winner for this Rumble? Good, good for her. I'm glad she. I, I, I thought that was it was a great finish. I liked it the, the way they finished it. I was surprised Liv got to eliminate Jade. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was and such a, what's cool about the whole Jade thing is like nobody can outpower Jade, but they definitely made it look like Jade just got out experienced. You know, like, yeah, she kind of like they, yeah, she got out wrestled. Yeah, it's just I, I yeah. kind of I wish I wish that when she did that kind of push out, it was looked as cool as it did when she pushed out um, Bianca and Tiffany. When she like hung on the ropes and then kind of cut to a wide and you saw it like almost like her on the ropes and then the jumbotron on the ropes it just kept going uh that was a, when she was just had that like evil look in her face but then it was this was more like the same it was a surprise it was a per- I, I thought it was it's great it's over it's well overdue um you uh <laughs> it's well overdue she, yeah she, she, uh she's she got to pick eo right got it yeah yeah she has a big eo um i don't know what's gonna happen between now and then but they've been building the tension for a while now yeah let them let her kind of get a a new face run and have the have the uh the uh the new women's big gold kabuki damage control (laughs) you know jumper perfect yeah friends to help her out let them all take let them all take the take the heel run out of it out of it you know and then she can line a line with with becky or whatever again yeah i could see bailey doing a nice yeah, little baby face the, the, return, the return of charlotte yeah eventually when her knee heals up you know so yeah so like um the return of charlotte yeah so you, you get those three versus those yeah the, the three the, the, they'd be like the know, three horsewomen the three horsewomen three horsewomen <laughs> Yeah, well, they could they could bring in Naomi as the fourth horsewoman. <laughs> oh, then they'd be like Team Bad or whatever the hell they were. Oh they were yeah, Team Bad. Well, no Sasha like... Banks <clears throat> and no uh, Tamina. Yeah, but the uh, although Tamina's probably is, did they ever, did they release her yet? Or she's no, still... she's still around. She's somewhere. <laughs> uh, the next match, I was surprised that Roman got the second match of the night. Roman did not get third billing. He got second match of the night. Did, uh, you, did, did, did you hear the, uh, the Paul Heyman quote? Uh, what Paul Heyman said to, to Logan Paul? Yeah. Follow that Cause, motherfucker. Because Lo, Lo, yeah, because Logan Paul's the match was after. Yeah, Logan Paul was after. So, like, so after so so Roman Roman they had the fatal four wave, and then as they were coming through the curtain and, and, and Logan was getting ready to go out for that, that's when he said, yep. "Follow that." Fuck. It was just like that was that's just awesome. Like dickheaded shit to do which is great i just thought that's kind of a fun fun thing but yeah i did too, I did too because like you know logan paul thinks he's all high and mighty and, you know i'm gonna go out there and have a good match and i'll follow that shit yeah no i agree I, I think that was a really cool thing for him to say and then uh i guess i guess they needed to shower to get up to his his uh get up to his skybox in time oh that makes sense yeah he had to get ready he had to get ready to go uh glare down at the rumble yeah that makes sense which was I thought it was funny because so, someone made a meme of uh, because Cody's uh, because Cody won the Rumble and it's at Lincoln Financial Field or whatever. Uh, they made a meme and they photoshopped Cody Rhodes into like at like the Gettysburg Address and it was like four scores seven years ago, uh, and it and then something with the whoa like the with the theme. But I was like, 
I saw that and I'm like, that's funny, but I don't think that's the best one to, the best meme to use to put Cody as Abraham Lincoln, especially since after he wins, <laughs> he points up to a guy in a skybox. <laughs> like, points up to <laughs> and we're all worried about that guy in the skybox and his American cousin, <laughs> which was the name of the play that Lincoln got shot at. And American cousin? Our American cousin. Holy shit, that's crazy. And then, yeah, we're waiting for it. And what's going on with his American cousin? Is the rock coming? What's the rock doing? Is he just sitting there? <laughs> so it's just a fun kind of weird thing to be like, don't. Oh, wow, that is a weird don't, connection. Don't make Cody out to be Lincoln when he's pointing at a guy in a balcony. Yeah, no, that, that's a good connection. That's crazy. That's wild. But, that's but wild. it's uh, yeah, it's um, it was a, it was a weird order, but you know, uh, he went on. They went on early. He went on early with Rollins years ago too. Like he would always yeah. go on kind of. Kind of but you're right cool. though. He probably did have to shower and get ready to sit in the 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 box seat and stuff. I I think I think that's probably why. Like logistically, that's what, yeah. But it's the uh, it was a good match. Fun. It was a good match. I mean, it was kind of typically what you would expect. One thing that was interesting uh, is that out of those four guys, Roman was the least jacked of the four. Which was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. AJ came back from uh, AJ breaks his ankle and comes out in that shape. I break my ankle and I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a little and, bit different. yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> Um, yeah, AJ came back, and so did Randy. Man, they both came back looking incredible. Yeah, well, Randy was like, he wasn't sure, and it's like, it makes sense because having the with the problem with his spine. I mean, you're 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 known for jumping in the air and landing on your back. <laughs> like, it's so like that's gonna be that's gonna be hard to do if you're gonna keep RKO and with a bad spine. Yeah, yeah, probably is. Yeah, and then uh, so Roman retained the title. Uh, which was a Slim Jim match. Slim Jim, uh, they came back on when, when after Vince McMahon resigned from the company, so that's good for them. Because Slim Jim's a big sponsorship, apparently. It was a pretty big deal that they pulled out. Uh, LA, Knight, LA Knight is 0-2 at sponsored Royal Rumble matches. Oh, you're right. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> he did the Lights Out match with with, uh, with Mountain Dew. He did the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Pitch Black, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that might be the new game, too, Pitch Black match. Oh, God. That's what I, I don't know if it's if so you made that up or if it's true, but I heard that. <clears throat> but to commemorate, to commemorate the honor. <laughs> yeah. To, to commemorate late Bray, Bray Wyatt, let's have uh, all of the Bray Wyatt weird matches. The fun house. <laughs> they're having the fun house match too. You're right. No, they are. Um, yeah. Fun yeah. house. You get the fun house. Get the uh, one of the swamp matches. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that game though, because uh, we're off subject. I guess See, for a second. I've seen. I've seen. Uh, <clears throat> up, up, down, down. They were showing uh, clips of like the new ambulance match. And they have a, a new mode called spectator mode, and you can put the camera anywhere in the arena. Yeah, like the, he changed in the middle of it. He changed, like in that when, on their that's so crazy well, on the demo of the of the ambulance match. They like they switched it over from like hard cam to like direct frontline ramp cam and stuff. That's cool. That's cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so anyways, the next match we saw the U.S. title match, it was Kevin Owens and, and Logan Paul. This match was built up pretty well. Uh, Kevin Owens had the broken arm for a while and he was using his cast as a weapon. It wasn't even really a cast. It was like a... And ironically, also working with a broken foot. Yeah. Entire, yeah. Broken foot? He had a broken foot. He was working with a broken foot the entire match. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow, good for him. Yeah, again, I break my foot. <laughs> I don't look like <laughs> yeah. styles. I'm not doing swat. I'm not doing sentons. It takes me three <laughs> minutes. It takes me three minutes to peel myself out of a tub. <laughs> so good for them. Good for them. Yeah, that's crazy with a broken foot. I did not know that. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I heard. Wild. He delivered. I mean, he was a good match. It was. Uh, it was everything you would expect. Uh, Kevin Owens made Logan Paul look, look like a million bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. The ending came when uh, we saw Grayson Waller uh, and Austin Theory come out. They passed Logan Paul some brass knuckles. Uh, Kevin Owens ended up wrestling the knuckles away from Logan Paul. Used them himself, knocked Logan Paul out, got the two count, and the referee saw the brass knuckles. With yeah. a pretty predictable ending. And that, br- br- good that. on the production team for getting that shot. Yeah, no, that was like a good that, shot. That was like a per- just like even the like the focus of like seeing the ref like uh bug eyed and then having and, and kind of doing a little bit of a focus pull <clears throat> to kind of see what it was. I feel like that shot made it worth it. Yeah, it was, it was very similar. To that it was, you know, it was good. It was, good. It, was good. it was probably a good planned shot as opposed to like that, that lucky, brilliant shot from the Brock. I think it was Brock Cody <clears throat> where Brock went head first into a exposed turnbuckle and then just opened up and it was just on camera. Like he didn't touch himself. He just like hit head first into an exposed turnbuckle, pull back, and all of a sudden gush. And I'm like, wow, oh, they got wow. like they got that. They got that shot. Good for and they didn't cut away. Like, wow. And this they is the same was probably this is very similar by having by, by having that by having that it's good. They both kept their heat. Uh, you know, they can. I don't know if they can because of Owen's foot. I don't know if it's gonna um uh, progress, yeah, or because you don't know where it could go. I mean, but yeah, they, it was. I thought for what it was, for what I mean, yeah, I'd like, I'd love to see them go at it. And if Owen was well, it, right? I mean, he might miss WrestleMania too at this point. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's six to eight. It depends on it. Depends on the severity of it, because like, yeah, um, no, that's true. Uh, if he, the way he was working, I don't think it, it's probably like, probably like a stress fracture, and that's like six to eight weeks. And as long as he, he'll probably miss the elimination chamber, but he'll still yeah. be there. He's yeah. gonna wrestle, and then he'll be able, he'll be good like, yeah. <laughs> or if, or if they want to dump him on that fourteen hour plane ride to do that, um, uh, or just keep him home to rehab it uh, instead of like accidentally having something happen in the airport. Um, but I can see, I can see, I can see them like having a like a no DQ knockdown drag out, like, yeah, uh, I can see that, like maybe at WrestleMania, yeah, I can see that. Owen's like building a pyramid of chairs, <laughs> getting, getting, getting fun. I'm still waiting. I, I wonder if now that now that Hunter's t- t- fully taken over, if we're eventually going to finally get a package file driver. Oh. The pod driver's been illegal for a long time. We'll the see. The package one, the package, but you could do what everyone's doing destroyers. That's just yeah. like a, that's like a, that's like, like the Pepsi Zero of, <laughs> of file drivers. It's like, but not in WWE, they're not. They do, they've been doing destroyers. They do like little, like the, they do them on the aprons and shit. You get these. Oh, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, and the package one is just not, it's not as, like it's more protective. You just save it for a big moment, thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he was gonna. I thought he was gonna do it. There was a few he, times where he teased it. Yeah. When he did, when he did to Cena, he picked, he packed, he picked him up, and then he tossed, had him, him up, up, barreled him up, and then just, and I'm like, everyone's like, oh, 
I just turned him like, oh yeah, I know everybody <laughs> like I thought he was which, you, which could also just be, which also just be like him being like just brilliant at being a heel shithead, which he's the trying master. The fans. Yeah, he was trying his fans. He's the right. master of just being a shithead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I went when I remember I was gonna I was at uh I could see his ladder match with bow with the demon at uh uh takeover Brooklyn was awesome. Oh that was a, that was a fun that? event to go to too. I Tyler bet. Breeze, Tyler Breeze, and, and uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh man, I gotta go back and watch that again. That show was rad. That was a rad show. Was that Sasha was, Banks versus Bailey in the main event? Yep. No, it wasn't the main. It wasn't the main the event. Main. Okay, it was the Balor. Oh, it was the main event. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it was like, but like I remember, like all of us, like she came out in a car, and like, that's how that's how it was so it was, and it was like ooh. It was a car. How many people have come out in cars in wrestling? Dozens upon dozens upon dozens. But it's the first NXT event in like a multi-thousand seat arena. And ooh, she's in a car. It was the yeah, but it was thing. elaborate for what they were doing. But it was great. But for, 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 for there, you're like, whoa. Yeah, for wild. And it was cool to the presentation. She had all those big dudes around her. It was, it was, yeah, it was even, cool even I mean, Tyler Breeze's entrance had like like a full like they had like uh like models dressed like skyscrapers and like weird shit. Oh yeah, um, wow. That's what the Brooklyn shows were fun. Like that's towards the end I started when WrestleMania 36 was the was at MetLife. I went to the Raw afterward. I'm like that's the one to go to. Um SummerSlam would do events at Barclays. At, they had it at Barclays for like 5 years practically. Yeah, they or, like, did. They at, had le- at least like, at least like three no I think the Staples Center they did for like 5, but like Brooklyn, they did like a couple in a row, and I, I would like just four in a row, yeah. And I went to like one year. I went to the Takeover. The next year, I went to like the Raw after. The next year, I went to the SmackDown after, because it was just so much better. The the, the those pay per views like were always kind of like, <laughs> but when for I went, a while, to- uh, for a while, uh, Takeover Brooklyn was like their big show of the year, and yeah. they haven't really been to Brooklyn in a while. No, they did the last Takeover. They did one. I think the last one they had was. They just called it Takeover New York. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that was when um, Met Le- they were using MetLife for, uh, and they did the, the Hall of Fame at Barclays also, and they did the Raw after. I went to the Raw after that one, um, where there was we were everyone was already we were all just raging because that was like the perfect time for the for like. It was like the Raw after WrestleMania. Like, who's going to be the NXT call-up? Who's going to be the NXT call-up? Yeah, yeah. And that one, it's like, oh, it's got to be like the Undisputed Era, right? Because like they're the only one that's been there forever. The main event was like Kofi Kingston, WWE Champion Kofi Kingston versus Universal Champion Seth Rollins, title for title. It's like, oh, Undisputed, Undisputed Era. I remember right? that. Like, so everyone's just like, Undisputed Era's got to come out. They're going to fuck this up because it's Undisputed Champion. They're not Undisputed. So we all booked this in our brains, like on the beer line. Because we're all just ready to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then who comes out and interferes and b- makes it a tag team match? The bar. And the place just turned. Like, immediately it was like, there was no there was no call-up. There was no, it was a Raw after, it was a boring Raw after WrestleMania that ended kind of like generically with like the bar coming out. And where everyone was just like, oh, <laughs> Uh, but then we had then afterwards when they went off the air, that was the uh, um, the final 
curtain call of the New York curtain call in the arena where they started of those Moxley Moxley's last New York event. Oh, what did they do for him? They just did like, they all came out and kind of like, uh, like fucked up the bar and then just were like <laughs> posing and gave like a speech and shit. And, was, yeah, was, uh, was the, the WWE did like a little documentary. I didn't watch it. It was called like the shields last ride or something like that. Was it based on that night? No, no, they, 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 it was like, um, I think it was just like, I think they did like an event like a month later or something. Oh, okay, okay. Or something where it's like, I see. It just wasn't New York. That's what the whole thing was. No, it was, I mean, this was just, this just happened to be in the venue. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, like in 2012, that TLC was when they had their first match together there. Wow. So it was like, it was kind of like them being like, you know, here we are, the same where it all started, you know. That's cool. And then, but back then, it, Renee, Renee uh, his wife Renee lived in lived in Astoria, lived in my neighborhood in Astoria. They used to go to the uh, the bar McCann's on Dittmar's Boulevard all the time. And I was I would get phone calls from guys at the bar, be like, "Yo, they're here! Yo, come on, they're here!" I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> wow, that's funny." <clears throat> I'd always miss them. I always miss them. It was always funny. I know, I know. But they'd always they'd frequent the, the uh, McCann's pub, which is now some schnooty wine bar that died out in COVID. But 10, 12 years ago, when uh, I guess Renee was living out here, he would come and visit. Wow. And, uh, but then word word got out, they stopped going because like, I think whenever time they had like a <clears throat> like a house show, like people would go to that bar <laughs> to, oh, like, yeah, that... to try and like run into him. Yeah, and I can see but, him because he he he's very private. But he would go like it was like her name. It was like she lived in the neighborhood. It was a neighborhood bar that was like, the kitchen was open late, so they know it like at the tail end of like a, a ta- like like a go home week like Tuesday Wednesday, they'd pop in like late for just like a quick, just got out of the got out of the plane dinner before we go home. You know, I'd be interested to ask John Moxley like his stardom his stardom now versus then. Because, like, I'm sure now he can go to the bar or the grocery store and things like that, and he won't get legions of fans bothering him as as, as much. Well, I hope he doesn't go to a bar now. He's been sober for, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you're right about that. He's been sober for, like, two years. Hell, yeah. Uh, let's get into this men's rumble here. Uh, the yeah. men's rumble was good. Uh, it was... A lot of people were disappointed with it online because there was no surprises, but I feel like they did a really good job of showcasing... Uh, their main talent, you know, I feel like yeah. they did a good job of, of showcasing these people, the Shinsuke Nakamura's, um, you know, these people like that. And then Braun Breaker was in there at some point, and he had a really good showing. Braun Breaker was impressive as hell. And, and they had their, yeah, there was rumor has it he replaced like pretty much like yeah, beat, Lesnar's beat spot. for beat replaced Lesnar, which is fine. Good for him. Good. I'm glad that's a that's a that's a. I'm I'm sorry he had to request some woman's pictures of some woman's piss in order to get Braun Breaker into the Royal Rumble. Uh, but like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing is, is like... At the same time, okay, you know... You can replace Brock all you want. They can give you the same script. You can do all the same, you know, eliminate this person, eliminate yeah. that person, and then Dominic eventually will get you. But... Like he was fast. He was good. Yeah, like, he was, it was a... like he was really good. Yeah, he was he was hyped. Sure. He, was, he, was, he was ready to he was he took that ball and he and he ran with it and it was just going nuts. You know. I ran with it. 
I, I still I like him better when he wears the black trucks though. When he's when he wears the old Steiner Trapper Keeper Lisa Frank tights. Oh, I like him better as a meathead baby face. <laughs> but you can still wear the black. Where some where find that middle ground. Oh, no, wear those wear the Steiner colors. Dress <laughs> like a, a, a cross between Rick and Scott. Is it true that his mom is or his dad is Rick and his mom is Scott? <laughs> he looks like I mean, it. With the, with those with that family, I've met, <laughs> I've, I've met both of them. I met both of them at a. It was at a. Tommy Dreamer's first House of Hardcore show at the Mid Hudson. Okay, Civic okay, Center. nice. I went. There, I went there as a whole lot of denim. Uh, I got to I got to rock paper scissors with Chris Masters and Rhino. Um, when I asked when I asked Scott Steiner, uh, he said, and I quote. Beat it, fat boy. And I would, <laughs> well, and that's been his phrase for about twenty years. I know. So it was one of those like, it's one of the L's that I've taken. That's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Beat it, fat. like sunglasses still on, using his sharpie sign autographs. Like, like, Scott, me, pop, pop, me, you rock paper scissors. Beat it, fat boy. <laughs> You tell us to rock paper scissors. He tells us to beat it. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that's better. See, that's that's respectable. The one that called me fat boy was T.J. Perkins. I okay. never forgave him. I, I hate that guy. He uh, called me fat boy in two thousand six, and I never forgave him for that. <laughs> I got I uh, Chris Jer- Chris Jericho beat me in rock paper scissors at his book signing. <laughs> nice and. He told he, he told me he said because I was wearing the denim mask. Uh, when as I was leaving, he said, "Suck it, jeans face." The <laughs> jeans <laughs> face. <laughs> the oh. weirdest one. The weirdest one that didn't we didn't get a chance to do for time, but the wildest one, the wildest rock paper scissors thing I did was I, 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 I posed. It's just so stupid how I got. I, I don't know how I got through this and how the security checked me. I found like this, like Annie Lennox message board because Annie Lennox was performing, uh, was the musical guest on then late night with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And the Miz was going to be there. He was the, he was the champion at the time. And I, uh, I was able to pose as an Annie Lennox fan (laughs) to get in the audience and if you were part of that, the Annie Lennox fan fan group, when she performed, you went on stage and you were like behind her and stuff. Oh, okay. so, so I'm sitting. So like throughout the show, I could see security's getting really kind of antsy because I didn't have my mask with me. I didn't have my mask on until the show started. I just put, and the mask I had at the time was literally just like the thigh of a pair of jeans I cut out with like holes on either side of a seam. So I just had this whole this whole half of my face with just these giant eye holes and watching security me. and the security goes, hey, is that whole lot of denim over there? Yeah, right. They uh no they I mean they would say they would think that because I was wearing <laughs> a denim shirt, a denim Vest, a denim jacket, a pair of jeans, denim shoes, a denim hat. Like it was fuck. It was a whole lot of denim. Hell yeah! Uh, when I came down, they they said, uh, they're like, "You gotta take the mask off." And then that's when I was like, I, I just 
I, I, I mean mugged the Miz and I'm like, and you know, made the challenge. Fallon thought it was hilarious. Uh, and they, they were going to do it afterwards. Because I saw, I had to preface that I was with the Upright Citizens Brigade. Because <laughs> I knew other, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, uh, uh, just, just a, you know, a 280 pound dude in all jeans and a mask. <laughs> you kind of have to kind of make everyone not intimidated. Yeah, <laughs> like right. Very, very, exactly. Very, That's very not a guy you're going to trust right off the bat. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, it's like having someone just walk up to you looking like an executioner, but like, I guess like a Canadian executioner. <laughs> and then just, and just all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, guy, how you doing? I have, I have to do that first. Like, I'm with the Opportunities Brigade. But they couldn't do it. They didn't do it in time. But it, but if you could find that footage somewhere during the Annie Lennox performance, I'm dangling from like, I'm dangling in my gear, but without the mask on from like this fire escape gear during this entire Annie Lennox performance just so <laughs> I could rock, paper, scissors, the Miz. Nice. But, the, awesome. but anyway, I guess I go on this ADHD tangent. The, yeah, the Royal Rumble was fun. I, there was a lot of cool spots. It was a little, yeah, it was a little bland, but it was like, it's, it was like, it was delightfully predictable. It was like, okay, yeah, it's, everyone got, got That's their. That's a good way to put it. You know, it was like a, it's, you know, you're not upset in the apple cart. It's like what you expected kind of anyway. Yeah. You were kind of, you were kind of, mo- everyone, I think mostly was kind of very much like, Thinking like, oh, Cody's not going to, Cody's not going to do it. It's like he's not going to. They're not going to give him two in a row. Not, it was also like he deserves it. They're not going to, and then he does it. You're like, oh, okay, cool. It's not like like you're not like. It just, it was it ended the way it was supposed to. It was just a, it was fun. It was a fun, simple yeah, rumble. It was not good. all it was fun. A lot of people have been shitting on the on the on a lot of the entrance themes for people, uh, because like a lot of people weren't. There wasn't a lot of big reaction for people because because entrance themes are not as like. As no, yeah. But like, I mean, if you go back to the, the original first like six rumbles, there weren't any music. You know, they never had. Music. Oh, right. They were they were just like a horn would honk and then a spotlight would come out and there's like Ludwig Borga. You know, like like, <laughs> <laughs> like like no one remembers fucking Ludwig Borga's music. Yeah, right. Exactly. It was, it was probably like the Finnish national anthem, but like or Hellraiser some Razor from Hell Sphinky. Yeah. Who's in Die Hard 3? Oh, shit. Nice. I, I, I found that out like recently. I'm like, this whole time Ludwig Borger was in Die Hard with a Vengeance? Damn. He's one of the, he's one of the goons. He's, one of, he's a goon. I think pleasantly predictable is a good way to put it. It was yeah. good. It was fun. Um, I did think there was a chance Punk was going to win, but I guess at the end of the day, you know, he got his injury, so we're glad he didn't win. Well, I mean, yeah, it's one of those. Like, it's... It was, yeah, there was always, it could have been a number of reasons. It could have been like, uh, you know, you're thinking, thinking back to it's, this is the, I was talking to my brother. It reminded me a lot of like, especially coming down with to punk Cody. And here we are 30 years removed from WrestleMania 10. I'm thinking like, oh, this is very kind of Brett Lugery. Like you literally have. Yeah, they did. It did. You know, you have have like the, the, the all American blonde head baby face and the, and the technical guy who's kind of a cunt. And that was <laughs> yeah. So and like it was like, and, and, and Punk is notoriously a huge Bret Hart fan as well, you know. And so it's a very, yeah. it was very kind of, I was seeing very similar to that. 
that kind of dichotomy between the two of them. Also, if you look at, and I was thinking, if you look at the, it's the 10th WrestleManias, there's always more than one contender. So I thought that was going to be the, the I guess, yeah, uh, you know, you had Brett Luger for Yoko. You had Benoit Michaels for Triple H. Uh, Batista, Brian, 30. I, guess, I, I was thinking, all right. Oh, they're, interesting. They're, you're right. They're trying, to, they're trying to load up another three-way. Wow, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, CM Punk uh, posted a picture earlier in the day of Brett and Lu- Brett, Brett and Lex in the Rumble. So if they would have gone with that finish, I would have been sad because that was, he was kind of giving it away at that point. Well, yeah, I don't know even if it wasn't a tie, but it was like it's like. But now you have two, you have two chips now, so it's like is. You know, you, if you you know you lose one, you can still go to the other one. Like yeah, right, exactly. If you yeah. ever since ever since like they were having like if you look at a lot of WrestleManias, they were they had WrestleManias, a lot of Royal Rumbles where the winner would go on to face the champion of WrestleMania. The the, the guy who came in like second would still go to WrestleMania. Like right, Batista, right, right. Batista, and famously Batista Cena. You know, they both fell out over at the same time accidentally. Batista officially wins it. Batista goes to fight Triple H, but Cena still ended up fighting Bradshaw. You know, like it was still like he still like being a runner up at the Rumble. You, you could still go for it. You could, it wasn't yeah, like, and I thought that's what they were gonna do. I mean, I think we all thought that's what they're gonna do. We thought Cody and Roman would main event night one, and Punk and Rollins would, would find a Cody, way to or, make event night two or Cody, night. Mean, Roman, Cody Roman Rock. I thought that was gonna be the trip. That was gonna be the triple there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Because if it because if you going back to that little divisible by ten formula, twenty it was Benoit had to go through DX. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 30, 30 Brian had to go through Evolution. Yeah, <laughs> this and one. Yeah, then coming. ten Brett, Brett had two matches to win. That well, I guess he didn't win the first match, but he had two matches to go through. But yeah, but it was still it was still like um, yeah yeah yeah, or just, even if it was not just a double match, like Brian did both simultaneously. Brian did 10 and 20 in 30. Well, Brian <laughs> also, yeah, because he he had to be Triple H as well. Yeah, so he did he did he did uh yeah, he did 10, 20, 10 plus 20 equals 30. Wow. <laughs> so, uh where he was like, you know, opened the opened the match, open match, closed it, and then at the same time was part of multiple. Yeah, there was a 40 that we need two triple threats. And then uh but then 20 and then but and this one would be, you know, the whole thing of uh, would be, you know, that's why I was thinking it was going to be Rock, Rock Roman Cody. I mean, it's not too late; it still can be. We'll makes see. The most sense. Makes the most sense. You know, yeah. it's very, also, very similar. To, it's very similar to Thirty, where it's like, oh, the Hollywood guy who comes back and inserts himself into the championship thing when the guy who's been fighting for it the entire year has been trying to get through it, you know. Just that's Batista. That was Batista in thirty. It was wow, yeah. Was, you know, so it's like there's a lot of kind of uh, it's like that old George Lucas quote. It's like you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> and yeah, and history repeats itself. History does repeat itself. That's awesome, man. I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, I mean, the Rumble. We were here to talk about the Rumble mainly, but like, I really enjoyed the little the little things we we're talking about the. The trips to New York and all the different pay per views and stuff you went to—those that's really fun. Oh yeah, this is the first time we actually got to talk shop throughout. I mean, honestly, we've known each other through this through, through this platform, doing different shows and stuff together. It's like this is the first time we actually got to 
talk shop instead of me, like, instead of you making a joke and me either laughing at it or just riffing off of it and be, us being the only one that gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, thanks for joining me. It's been super fun talking to you. No, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Yeah. I mean, anytime. Want to, uh, you want to plug some social media? Uh, yeah, if you, uh, on on Twitter, aka X, whatever the fuck, and Instagram, I'm under Mr. Byra, M I S T A B Y R U H. Um, that's yeah, some of the sketch stuff content that I've done before. That's on YouTube.com/slash The Mad Dog Tannins with a Z. Uh, I have because I shattered my ankle and had it completely. Um, restructured and broke as shit there's a gofundme for that i'll give i'll give you the link for that to place because i don't know what that is but there's a it helps up and uh yeah that's basically it really uh everything else i've done all that that episode of new amsterdam that i told you about the episode that and that's on peacock and then you got your uh that fbi most wanted i think is on paramount plus that's cool yeah you're all over the place hell yeah uh, you can find me uh, at Funky Sam Medina across the board. Follow me on Twitter at PWN Podcast. And everything else is at Hypothetical Comedy. Awesome, Billy. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'll uh, do this again for a French backlash. <laughs>